episode of video returning slot a haunted edition i'm your host todd and i'm as always joined by my co-host matt hello matt we're we're into we're into the real bracket now for our horror movies yes and i I think i think we're just gonna dive right into it it. yes so this is i guess what we've dubbed the sinister 16 and uh, it'll end up in the the uh the hateful eight and then mm-hmm. what was it? The uh, fearsome four. No, fearsome this... four. Yeah. 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 Fearsome? I like that. And then uh, the yeah. the uh, the gruesome twosome, the final two. Mm-hmm. And then we will mm-hmm. coin the greatest horror movie of all time. Yes, you heard it here for here first, folks. Yes, this is where right. it's going to happen. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. There will be uh, numerous newspaper articles about this. <laughs> local edmonton boys have done the impossible <laughs> exactly yeah yeah they've given an opinion <laughs> yeah exactly given an opinion based on coin flips okay all right all righty shall i read out uh let's do this in two parts so yes, yes. we'll 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 or should we do all 16 and then well let's see how, I, I don't know how to, you know what let's we'll see, see how, how long it takes right it. Because okay. I have a feeling it's going to be like almost like a trilogy because it's going to be a lot of kind of explaining the movies, obviously, and talking about them mm-hmm. for the first round. Mm-hmm. But then by the time they hit the second round, it's like, you know, it kind of picks up some speed. And then by the end, yeah. we're like, you know, we've already talked about the movie several times. So it's just going to be straight up. Okay. This versus this. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think, uh, yeah, let's just, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how, okay, how it goes. Let's, I'm going to read out the left side of the bracket first. Sure. Okay. Yes. All right. So we, we got the thing. Halloween, Amityville Horror, It Follows, The Ring, Get Out, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. I probably should have said this versus this, this versus that. but Yeah. Well, you'll, well, you'll find out soon enough. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. That's, no, that's all good. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. The Thing versus Halloween. Both of them are John Carpenter movies. This is going to be very difficult. This will be. Absolutely. But I already know which one I have to back. But yeah, let's let's talk. Let's talk about the thing first. Sure. So did we ever do an episode about the thing? Because I can't help but feel that we did. Well, you know what we did? We did uh, the the episode that we did on the hateful eight. Uh, There was a lot of comparisons to the thing because there is a lot of comparisons uh, as far as like, you know, the premise of being trapped, isolated in a, you know, basically they were were snowed in in the Hateful Eight Mm -hmm. uh, in a similar fashion. Uh, There's sort of like a somebody in there is responsible for, you know, what's going on. And so there was a lot of similarities that way. And the gentleman that did the soundtrack for the thing also did the soundtrack for Hateful Eight. So I think we definitely talked about the thing. I don't know if we okay. covered it as an entire episode, but it definitely came up. Okay. I, yeah, I, I felt uh, I felt something when I read that out loud. I'm like, I feel like we talked about this before. Or totally. did we talk about it um, during, like, the stuff? Because the stuff is yeah. kind of like a, um, uh, a cheesy, yep. like, 
ripoff of the, well, not the thing, but like the the stuff comes from the Antarctic too, doesn't it? Like they find yeah. it in some mining. Like, That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah right. they kind of. I, I, I can't talk about the stuff any longer. No, no, the stuff. We uh, again, one of our uh, our uh, episodes. Lost of, episodes. Yeah, unfortunately, yes, yes, but yeah. uh, okay. Um, so yeah, the thing is, but like you say, both John Carpenter. Uh, Halloween mm-hmm. is from 1978. Uh, the thing was 1982, so kind of, uh, and then around the same time, that kind of that sweet spot I find for uh, for good horror movies back when there was still, well before computer animation and all that. So like practical effects were kind of running rampant, lots of fake blood, and you know, you know, uh, you know, use of makeup and uh, you know, actual like yeah, practical effects, I guess, especially in the thing. Yeah, uh, this is definitely where John Carpenter got his budget to do what he wanted. <laughs> oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, as you said, a lot of really good practical effects. So what the thing is about is it takes place in Antarctica and, uh, it, they're, uh, I guess a mining camp or a research facility. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, and, um, something that was trapped in the ice, the thing, uh, manages to get out of the ice and, uh, it can take forms of animals and other humans, and uh, it's like slowly picking people off. And uh, it creates this atmosphere of like distrust among the the team that's there. And uh, it's really terrifying because like anybody could be the monster at any point. In fact, I think during the movie, you there is a way to tell who who was infected before they actually like reveal it with their little like blood Petri, uh, Petri dish test. Uh, I think you remember that iconic scene with the, yes. putting the match up against the, the blood because the blood would like react yeah. to, uh, to the flame trying yeah. not to get hurt. Um, Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, no, and then like you said, it, uh, it's, it is the shape-shifting uh, kind of alien where like yeah, it was one of the, those kind of the husky dogs that are up there that are kind of like the helper dogs. Uh, really yeah. brutal scene where the uh, one of the, the dogs, basically this thing can, when it does reveal itself and it no longer wants to, you know, be in like the uh, human or the dog form and reveal itself in its true, I guess, alien form. It's just this like grotesque, kind of tentacly sharp, kind of sweaty looking thing uh, that has all these like really kind of narrow, but like long reaching tentacles that can just, that have almost like spears on the end that end up kind yeah. of spearing through one of these husky dogs and really kind of a gru- gruesome scene, a gruesome uh, dog death. I mean, nobody likes seeing dog deaths in movies, but this one in particular was, was quite, quite violent, uh, quite gruesome. Yeah. Um, I, I realized like when I started talking about it, I don't know how this movie I don't remember how this movie ends. Like, yeah, well, I think it's a lot of this because, like, we did. It's not like we went back and, and did this big marathon of watching all these movies again. No. So I think we're going to be kind of uh, just, yeah, I guess, <laughs> drawing a lot of blanks. <laughs> sure, drawing a lot of blanks, but just kind of again, just kind of going on how it made, made us feel at the time or how how we yeah. remember it, I guess. Right. So I guess keep that in mind as well. Yeah. I I honestly can't remember either. Um, I get the impression it was probably kind of one of those like last man standing, like one person survived or, or something along those yeah. lines. Like, kind of get the idea it was sort of like the movie Predator where there's like one I was just one thinking about that. You yeah, know what I mean? But Kurt Russell instead of Kurt Arnold Schwarzenegger. Exactly. Yeah. He's got a flamethrower or something. Flamethrower for sure. Kurt Russell is yeah. amazing in this, by the way. Like his, uh, he, oh, he's it's just, like 
just like money. What what a money role for him, and kind of like a partnership that he's he's had with uh, with John Carpenter. Because John Carpenter right. did uh, Big Trouble in Little China too, as well. Did he not? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And um, uh, did he also do Escape from? New yeah, York? you're right. Yeah. Okay. So I think yeah. Kurt Russell is a Kurt very uh, is a uh, like a big player in in John Carpenter movies, and uh, with good reason. Like Kurt, Kurt Russell's, yeah, it was just amazing in this movie. I remember the, uh, the the one scene where he they initially land to kind of uh, you know check in on the researcher group that was there. And uh, he comes in with like sort of this big, like not cowboy hat, but kind of with the big, like, like, you know, big, uh, big lens, yeah. circular sunglasses with his big beard. And he's just like, he's totally just the man, right? Like just a star. Like as soon as he is on screen, yeah. you're just like, wow, who is that guy? Like he's just, he's just born to, to be, you know, like an actor, right? So you can tell. Yeah. Such yeah. a good uh, performance. And of course, good old Mr. Instant Oatmeal himself, Wilford Brimley. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, this he, is like uh, this is one of his big ones, other than um, like Cocoon. Cocoon. I was, was gonna it? say Biodome, but Bio-dome. it's Cocoon. Oh man, <laughs> Biodome isn't that Pauly Shore? If he was in that movie, <laughs> that'd be pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. Bio-dome. I got it all mixed up. It is Cocoon. <laughs> yeah, Cocoon. Yeah, sorry. And yeah, Wilford Brimley's like super good in this too. Like, I think at one point I recall him being the infected one, and he was just acting really sort of agitated, like yeah. Yeah, and just kind of like trying to downplay the fact that like he, he he was acting that way, and just did a really good job of kind of uh, um, that particular scene. I remember Wilfred Brimley just like just being so good in it, just like acting like a, you know, like you know when you when you're asking somebody if they're drunk and they're kind of like well, I'm not I'm not drunk. What do you? I haven't even been drinking. You know, like that kind of like mm-hmm. just sort of clearly defensive yeah exactly up in arms but like kind of just bubbling under the surface kind of thing like i remember him doing that particular part very well yeah um cool so that's i guess that's that's the thing in a nutshell um excellent movie uh definitely one of my my tippy tops but it's hard this is a tough one because it's going against halloween so what did you think of so yeah yeah this halloween's my pick is yeah, it? I yeah, it is. Eh? I can't. I, I, I can't. Like, I can't love the thing. It. Yes, but I, I can't go against Halloween because, uh, no, I, I hate having to play like the nostalgia card. But like, Halloween was like the first horror movie I ever saw. Oh no way! And I was, no. I was, um, uh, I want to say like ten years old. Oh, crazy! So it would have really yeah. had a, a fairly substantial impact on you, I would imagine. Oh yeah, like I was. Like everyone talks about, like oh, I was I couldn't sleep. Like I literally couldn't sleep after watching it because I hadn't seen anything like it before. Totally, uh, just yeah. like yeah. an unstoppable force that can just stalk you at every corner. So Halloween is um, uh, for those who haven't seen it because it's kind of a vague title. Yeah. <laughs> now that, <laughs> now yeah. that you think about it, but, sure, sure. Uh, uh, it uh, surrounds a, uh, a character named Michael Myers who um, killed his sister uh, when he was eight years old and he was put in a mental facility. And on Halloween night, he manages to, uh, or the day, the night before Halloween, he manages to escape from the facility and he starts uh, stalking this uh, our character, uh, Laurie Strode, who's played by... Uh, Oh my God, Jamie Lee Jamie Curtis. Curtis. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty. I think it's. I'm. 
pretty sure it's the original slasher movie, if not one of. I can't remember if Black Christmas or Texas Chainsaw Massacre comes before Halloween. Well, look it up. So Halloween, this one's 1978. I mean, yeah, you're you're completely right, though. Like, it really set the tone for a lot of um, that type of, like, you got to think Jason was sort of almost based on, you know, like the oh, methodical, 100%. like he does, you know, the killer that doesn't have to run. He can just kind of like walk at his creepy normal pace and he'll still yeah. catch up to you. Like he's not, he's not in any rush. You know what I mean? He yeah. can come out of any corner of any, you know, dark corner. Like it's kind of the, and like invincible, even though he's like seemingly just human, you'd think he'd just be like just human, but is almost like indestructible. You know what I mean? He was like, yeah, it's yeah. one of the all time, like, movie villains that so many uh there's been so many like imitation imitators and you know uh through like and just yeah no you're right i mean it's it's almost yeah. impossible to go against this movie uh, uh I, can you quickly look up for me uh when black christmas came out the black first christmas? one sure yeah I don't even so remember. halloween was 1978 black christmas. maybe black christmas maybe black christmas came out after because christmas comes after halloween so yeah, uh, that, one, uh, that one's actually 1974. So oh wow, yeah. Okay, so that's the original slasher movie. Right. I'm pretty sure could very well unless be. Texas unless Texas Chainsaw Massacre is earlier, which I doubt. I don't. That's I pretty. Texas. No, oh, Texas 1974. Probably... Same year. 1974. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, kind it's of. Either, a... It's either one of those. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I will say about Halloween. Uh, it is kind of funny that. His mask is uh, supposed to be. Uh, uh, it's William Shatner, uh, isn't Captain, it? William Shatner, yeah. yeah, like Captain Kirk from Star Trek, which is hilarious. Uh, yeah, like it barely looks like, um, barely looks like that now. Like, but I guess like that's like what the the mask they could find for it, like some cheap mask that they just found at a Halloween store that they threw on him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say that this movie uh, is really good because it kind of stands on its its own. Like um, in later movies, they establish like, oh, uh, that Laurie Strode is um, Michael Myers' sister. And that's why he's like stalking her because it's like the last of his family that he wants to get rid of. Right, right. Uh, And man, Halloween has such a weird history because that's established in the second one in the third one i don't know if you've ever seen season of the witch where they uh where they kind of try to make halloween like an anthology series where it's like about something completely different like no Myers isn't in that one. Oh no i haven't okay. seen that no okay halloween three they're just like okay that didn't work so we'll go back to michael myers for four gotcha five six seven eight yeah i mean but Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I, like, I've seen Halloween H2O. I want to say that one came out in, like, 98 or 2000 or something. Um, right, some right. Some of the newer ones. We talked about the Rob Zombie remake and all that. Um, yeah. Haven't seen them all, but, yeah. Um, I So, you haven't seen the new one that... No. Uh, um, Danny McBride wrote? No. <laughs> out of all people? It's really good. Oh, is it? It's Yeah, it's... Okay. So it acts as a sequel to the first Halloween movie. Nice. If nice. the rest of the series never happened. So Laurie Strode, um, she has no idea why this Michael Myers character stalker. They eventually like, um, like the canon that they established is that they caught Michael after that night, put him back in the facility and, um, he escapes again. Like, I guess it's supposed to be 40 years later now. 
and Laurie Strode just has like post-traumatic stress disorder. Like she's become like a, um, like absolutely obsessed with being able to take down Michael Myers. If, if he ever comes to like try to kill her again. Right. And if anything, like she almost becomes the bad guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Flips it a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the hunter becomes the hunted kind of thing. It is like insane. So, I'll just say that about Halloween. So is is Halloween the winner out of these two? Like, are yeah, we in agreement. Okay, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's tough to go against yeah. the thing, but I I think it's pretty much impossible, especially in this type of bracket. Like, I mean, if the thing was in like a sci-fi bracket, like it might re- resurface again and and make maybe make it a little bit further. But the fact that it had to go against Halloween uh, was sort of, mm-hmm. I guess, unfortunate for the the drawing for it, but. Uh, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Um, I mean, Halloween, I'm just kind of looking at uh, some of the other things about it. Like, just a huge movie, right? So it's still a budget of, it was about modest budget, 300000 And we're yeah. looking at about $70 million in box office. And who knows how much is made in, like, you know, syndication deals. Maybe not syndication is not the right word, but you know what I mean, like on movie channels and such. Um, it actually mentions here as well the original... Uh, slasher movie was got credited as Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, which oh. almost could have, should have had. I guess this is kind of our, our moment to tip, do a tip of the cap to that movie. Um, yeah. I did enjoy the Vince Vaughn version, but I'd, I'd only seen Vince Vaughn in that movie before, and I thought he did a pretty decent job at the time. But yeah. now, looking back on knowing Vince Vaughn the way I do, I don't think I could watch it because he's just such a... Like, I mean, after you've seen him in, like, Anchorman and stuff like that, I don't yeah. think there's any going back to it. So I, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. But, I, I I mean, that's a classic premise as well, right? And Alfred Hitchcock and all that. So I think it's definitely worth uh, yeah. mentioning. It's uh, It didn't come up. But, yeah, the original slasher movie was kind of uh, was kind of credited as Psycho. And then you were right. Uh, slasher number two was Bob Clark's Black Christmas and then okay. this was kind of uh, kind of viewed as a uh, as the third the third big sort of slasher movie that set up the whole yeah. genre, yeah. right? So, I I didn't forget about Psycho. I just think that Psycho kind of is its own thing. Like I know that it's like a person with a knife who, but they don't seem like unstoppable. They're just killing people at like <laughs> well, not random, but. Psycho's a weird movie. I, you said you'd only seen the Vince Vaughn version. It is right. a shot-for-shot shot remake, but uh, which it's is just, cool. I appreciate that. But yeah, yeah, it uh, you don't you don't see that very often where people just go for it like shot for shot. Yeah, um, no kidding. So I could respect that, but uh, um, I yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan of Psycho. Though. That's the thing. No, fair enough. It's like definitely I worth appreciate that. it. For sure, worth mentioning, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah as far as all the uh, yeah, this I mean, just to, to wrap it up, I guess with the, with Halloween in my in my view, it's like it just it's it's all the classic, you know, uh, scenes or tense moments and uh, everything you'd kind of want for in like an action or sorry, an action movie like a horror movie. You know what I mean? The unstoppable, like the kind of mysterious bad guy that's uh, almost like supernatural almost in a sense uh in the way that he can kind of like be in the right place at the right time he's not moving very quickly he's he's you know uh relentless but still like super creepy in his pacing um just yeah just the kind of the weird mask and just the weird presentation of him um i love the setting i've always like still for me 
like Halloween has always kind of had that like vibe or feeling to it. Like I, you can always kind of, I even look at neighborhoods now when there's like the, the leaves are turning on. I'm like, Oh, this is like a good sort of Halloween neighborhood. And then when I think mm-hmm. of a good Halloween neighborhood, I think like Mike Myers where he could hide in the trees and stuff. So it's like, it's just so synonymous with what we're talking yeah. about. It's impossible not to pick it. So yeah, for sure. Halloween all the way. Yeah. And a lot of the most terrifying scenes, like I know we should move on, but like a lot yeah. of the most terrifying scenes take place during the day. Yeah, that, no, that's a good that point. Would be like just like this person is just like standing like right in front of you as you're like walking down the street and then like you look up again and he's gone. Totally. Like, just yeah. like simple scenes like that to like slowly build tension throughout the yeah. movie. The little seeds they plant. And then, yeah, like you say, yeah. it's, um, you, yeah, exactly. It's almost like when you watch a, a horror movie during the day. And then mm-hmm. it's almost like getting in your, your subconscious. And then by the time the night hits, you're just like, it, it like sort of makes a comeback. So they kind of like, yeah, yeah it almost like is, pre, you know, getting into that kind of psychology. Yeah, for sure. No, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. All cool. right. So Halloween wins that round. Yes. Sorry, The Thing. The Thing is a really good movie. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to the next one. I feel bad about this one because I haven't seen Amityville Horror. Yeah, so it's this... Amityville Horror versus It Follows. So this might be a tough one. Uh, sure. Well, I think you know what my pick is if I haven't seen Amityville Horror. But you... Well, so are you familiar with like the premise of Amityville Horror? Because I will definitely kind of, I guess, sort of lobby for it in a sense. Um, but... Sure. So it, it's based on real events, right? Like it is. It is. It's yeah. so, so this one almost in a way, like to me, it's like when we're talking about it, it's like it's... In the same way that Halloween is sort of a pillar or like on the, on the Mount Rushmore of, of horror movies, I, I view the Amityville horror as the same. So it's just like, it's sort of the original like haunted house, uh, like sort of haunting kind of movie where this family just moves in. It's just such a classic premise that's been sort of replicated or imitated uh, throughout the course of time since then. And it's got uh, James Brolin, who's obviously a very familiar face and kind of cool he's like the dad of of josh brolin and just does a really good job he's just plays this really kind of creepy almost descent into like madness uh because you know obviously because the house is uh, taking its toll on him so he moves his family into this very well scouted out house very creepy looking house and it's a it's kind of a slow burn like there's just these little things sort of start happening and then it goes into like full-blown you know madness by the end um I think there's one really cool scene at the end where he goes, I think the, um, the basement is kind of the, the source of, uh, it, which is often, I think understood as sort of like the, uh, the source of a lot of, uh, spirits and that sort of thing. Like whether there was like a, you know, rituals or, or a burial of some kind that occurred in the basement of a house. And I want to say it was like a house that had like the, 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 uh, the dirt or the earth, like not, it wasn't paved over in the, in the basement, or there was at least a section that wasn't. And, uh, so anyways, this house basically like is slowly kind of like trying to get rid of the family and it would just say like, he'll be in a room and all of a sudden like, you'll hear like the get out, you know, like the house is talking to them kind of thing. Uh, so there's a lot of that. He keeps waking up at three 15 in the morning. Uh, and then he, he doesn't know why, but it's always like clockwork. He wakes up at three 15 in the morning. Uh, there's like, then there's like a black cat outside. So there's all these like signals, uh, getting passed on to him, like, and then eventually the house straight up is like, okay, if you're not going to like listen to my, you know, my, um, my th- not threats, but kind of thing. He's like, so basically he got stuck in the house and all of a sudden these, there's like a, a bunch of wasps get released. So he's like stuck in this room and all these wasps are coming at him and stinging him. And, 
and they even have like a priest come over and I think something happens to the priest like he burns his hand on the cross the cross they keep having uh this cross in the kitchen they mounted it on the wall and every time they leave the room and come back the cross is flipped upside down and so all this different stuff like that and it's just um it's just I don't know it's like, and just because it's kind of old and I want to uh I'm trying to find it quickly as we're talking about it. but um. So is this like, this is like one of the, this is like the, uh, I guess the basis for all haunted house movies going Completely. forward, right? It sure yeah, is, like, yeah. Like, like when you were describing it just now, it's just like I started thinking of like, oh, The Conjuring or yeah. uh, even like Paranormal Activity, which is on here later. Like yeah. That, like it sounds like. Similar to Halloween, how well Halloween wasn't the original slasher movie like we just established, but like this right. sounds like right. this set the precedent for uh, it, haunted house movies going forward. It completely did, yeah. So this one, I yeah, absolutely. So that's why I kind of yeah. view it being as like a pillar or like I'm on the Mount Rushmore for me. And I just yeah. I my me and my buddies used to watch it every Halloween, like in in high school and all that. So I, it had a lot of good staying power. And some of the the, the crazy scene at the end where I think I I seem to recall him falling into this like almost like a bath bathtub of like blood or black kind of tarry stuff at the end in the basement when he's trying to like get rid of the house or like, I forget exactly what happens, but, uh, and then he just comes out and he's just submerged in this kind of like reddish black tar and, and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's just, for me, it's, it's, uh, it doesn't really get much better for horror movies. Uh, but I, I have seen it follows. I was, uh, and I got, uh, you know, got a decent uh, amount to say about that movie as well. But for, yeah. I, I guess that would, that would be my, my lobbying for the Amityville horror. I think it's okay. like well, Halloween. Well. It's very hard to, uh, yeah. to vote against it in my opinion. Right. Right. You do make a convincing argument there, but, uh, let, let's shine some light on it follows before we sure. I guess, make a decision. Sure. Uh, so it follows is a modern horror movie. I think it came out in 2014. Yes. A uh, little independent joint. Uh, it made a lot of waves at like uh, film festivals before it got a wider release. And I remember being so enthralled when I heard the premise about. Um, so it's pretty much without like getting into any of the characters, but uh, it's this thing that just um, it gets pet like. <laughs> man, it's so hard to describe, but it's such a simple thing. It uh, it's invisible to everyone else except you, and it gets transferred to you when you uh, have have sex with somebody. Uh, uh, so it will constantly stalk you and walk towards you until it kills you, no matter like where you run. I heard like the director say like, "Oh, what if someone asked him like, what if you get on a plane to a different country? Would they like physically get on a plane or would they like <laughs> walk under water to get to you? Right. Right. And he, and he said that it would like just get on a plane to get to you, I guess. So, right. Um, uh, it, I'd say it, it really re re refreshed like horror. Cause this is, came out during a period where a lot of horror movies were, like remakes or just like retreading old ground like there or found footage like paranormal activity is like there was a long era of uh found footage horror movies which i think is like over now well i guess there's nothing coming out these days but right uh uh yeah it follows it's it just it's about a group of teenagers in which uh this 
uh, force gets um, brought onto them within their group, uh, with the main character being uh, the, I guess, main target of this thing that's stalking them. And uh, this thing's, like, terrifying. It's just, like, it can take any form, and it will just always walk towards you until you're you're dead. And uh, has a wonderful score. It really, like, invokes yeah. that, like, 80s vibe. They're not very clear on what decade this takes place in because, uh, like, just, like, small things. Like, um, I think they're watching someone on a tube TV in one scene. But at the same time, there's one character who's constantly reading this, uh, this like, digital book under this little, like, clamshell Palm Pilot. So it's not cl- too clear, like, what when this takes place but uh it's just a really good premise and uh i'd say as far as like modern movie horror movies go it's definitely one of the best like i think it definitely left similar to like how amityville horror uh, left the framework for the haunted house movie i think it follows kind of paved the way for um I want to call it prestige horror movies, like prestige, like independent, really well thought out horror movies. Um, I don't know if you share the same sentiment about Impulse as much as I do, but yeah, no, I I completely basically what drew me into this movie was the preview and yes, the like the soundtrack was like kind of has that old like eighties like synth kind of uh, vibe to it, and like yeah, so the. Yeah. That's what, honestly what drew me in was the the combination of the premise of the movie with this like yeah the weird like eighties ho- horror movie synth sound effects and all that I was like man I have to see this so um, and yeah it was this it, I kind of you know did a little research on the movie I'm like hey what is this all about yada yada and it got like it's ridiculous like it's I think it's ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes like it's uh, and like you said won a bunch yeah. of like uh, film award like independent film awards and. So, uh, in a lot of ways, yeah, this was, um, I, I wouldn't say like groundbreaking, but yeah, you, for, to a degree, it almost like a re, uh, re-energized or redefined like the horror movie yeah. genre in a lot of ways. Right. In, was, instead of, instead of like all flash, it's just like, here is a very simple concept and how, how can we take this simple concept and make it like absolutely terrifying for you? For like, sure. I just love that. Like, and I like how they, uh, they kind of like reveal sort of like the rules because there is like some guidelines or parameters right and you don't really you kind of learn as you go as more characters are introduced and more characters are kind of getting it or trying to evade it uh you kind of start learning about like more about what it is and uh so it's kind of uh you know kind of unravels as the you know as the as the movie goes too so there's a degree of like mystery to it and as well uh that kind of uh kind of brings it up i just found like the soundtrack i'm just gonna see if i can like let's see if we can kind of get it to show up on in the background while we're talking about it a bit but i don't know if this is actually gonna pick up but yeah really cool soundtrack on it for sure yeah so i guess despite what i said about amityville horror is this safe to say i mean you sound you sound pretty high on this movie I, I, yeah, I don't know. After I just explained it, I'm just like, shit, I can't not pick it. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I might have to go to a coin toss because, like, I don't get me wrong, I love this movie too. It was like, I really enjoyed it, but, uh, oh God. Yeah, there's the soundtrack kicking in. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I'm just, I'm just the way it, it was a kind of a shitty drawing in this situation for it follows just because like Amityville yeah. horror has yeah, tippy top for me. So I'm just going to go with that one. I think. Okay. Um, and I'll go if it follows. Okay. Uh, I will, I will say, um, uh, I guess lightning doesn't strike twice. Uh, the follow-up movie that this director did, uh, is called Under the Silver Lake. Oh, okay. And it, it's good, but I can't recommend it to people because it's three hours long. Oh, what? And it is like, it is absolutely just like confusing. <laughs> oh, weird. It's, so it's almost, yeah, it's weird. I, I mean, I'm just be speculating, but it sounds like, yeah, <laughs> almost like to, the success went to their head or something. And then they're like, well, now, you know, now we can make the movie we've always wanted to or something yeah. like that, right? It's like the band yeah. that, like, the first album's nice. It's almost, like, nice with its simplicity and all that. And then the second album is just, like, yeah, a concept album false or something. False flat. Yeah, false flat. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Fair yeah. Get way too big for your britches or whatever. Right. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Do you have Amazon Prime Video? I do. Okay, whenever you have three hours, I do recommend that you watch Under the Silver Lake. Okay. It's, it's about, uh, do you know Andrew Garfield? He played Spider-Man in yes. that. Yes, yeah. The before, in between Spider-Mans, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he's the main character, and he uh, he he lives in, like, uh, Los Angeles, and he finds this girl at a party, and he starts to think that there's like this massive conspiracy going around Hollywood about like what Hollywood is doing to like young women and, and stuff. And he's like trying to draw all these connections that like you're convinced like, okay, Andrew Garfield's like magic crazy. Nice. But uh, there is like way too much packed into this movie. Oh, there okay. is like one really terrifying scene, but like uh, it's, uh, it's not worth it three hours to sit through to get to so gotcha uh, okay i do recommend it though okay yes or don't yeah, I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> you you literally yeah. just said i i it's not worth sen- uh, sitting for three hours to get through and then you're yeah. like oh, but i recommend it but i recommend it to you yeah, but yeah. not our listeners okay <laughs> that's right there okay go. there we go <laughs> okay cool so okay so we got to do the coin flip here amityville horror okay. 1979 is, versus his heads yes his yeah. heads and tails is 2014's it follows. it follows. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Uh, well, guess what? It follows has now uh, uh, proceeded to uh, to go up in the rankings. So it uh, mixed, made it to the and somehow yes, Amityville Horror voted out in the first round. But uh, that's that's the way it happens sometimes. That's the way she yeah. goes in these brackets. You just never know. So a yeah. couple of good movies uh, by the wayside already. The thing in Amityville Horror, but. Uh, Let's let's keep her moving here. What else we got next? All right. So the next bracket is the ring, and get out. Okay. So, uh, first of all, you you've seen both of these, or have you not seen? You get know, out? I I I've been meaning to watch Get Out for basically since it came out because it's like everybody's been talking about it, uh, but I have mm-hmm. not seen it yet. Um, I okay. I know that I know the premise, and I know like I know I just from what I hear and just the previews and kind of reading about it, I I I. I feel very strongly that I will enjoy it and it, it does look very uh, unique so, I guess so I feel the statute of limitations is up on spoiling get out I feel like everyone who's had it, well you haven't seen it right do you know like what the full thing is like about I, like I don't know like the ending or anything but I, I know 
more or less know like the premise. I'd have to kind of look, like refresh myself on it, but I remember it's a um, like it's it's like the ensemble cast is it has a lot to do with like a like black family, I guess, and yeah, right. And then so, they, yeah, go ahead though. Uh, yeah, let's talk about Get Out first. Sure. Um, so it's uh, it's weird because like it kind of. I don't know if anyone had any expectation of this movie because it, it was directed by Jordan Peele. It was his first, it was his like directorial debut and Jordan Peele is like known mostly for um, like his key and Peele show his comedy show. And uh, I think he was like a writer on, um, uh, so you're a writer on like mad TV or something like that. I feel that could be so I'm, more so like I'm, comedy stuff yeah yeah like comedy was his thing his and thing. then um yeah he, yeah you're right uh toy story 4 he worked on um yeah so definitely not <laughs> necessarily yeah definitely not necessarily um horror yeah horror yeah. by any means yeah yeah and this is like his first um movie as a director uh so it's what the basic premise is is this couple um, is going uh, to uh, see the girlfriend's family for the weekend. It's the first time the boyfriend is meeting the family and he's feeling some sort of um, like anxiety about it because, uh, because he's black and there's that like level of um, soft racism, I guess. Yeah. um, That, how white people would like, like there's no, no way around it. Like, um, that they'd feel that there's some sort of strain because like of him feeling any anxiety towards them or something like that. I'm trying to explain this as best as I can, but like whether they like outright reject him or are over accepting of him, there's always some level of racism, some racial inequality going on there. And it's only made worse by, um, the family there having like uh, black helpers as right. like um, as like a maid and a groundskeeper, and he he has this like level of unease the entire uh, time uh, about being there, and he feels like someone's just like not quite right, like he's being treated too well. And do you know like what the I guess the I guess the what this all culminates to. Do you know like the actual spoiler? No, no, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Uh, how do you feel if I spoil just what's actually going on and not spoil the ending for you? Yeah, do that for sure. Yeah. Okay, so this family has been kidnapping uh, black people for like years. Oh, okay. And uh, they've been auctioning their bodies off as. Um, as vessels for white people to continue living in when they reach the end of their life. Oh, wow. And, uh, they've been using their daughter, their daughter's in on it. The son's in on it. They've been using their daughter to like bring uh, black men home for the weekend. And, uh, they pretty much like, uh, hypnotize them and uh, like swap their brains with like, a, a like dying white person who, oh, wow. uh, goes to the, the body goes like to the highest bidder and like the person who is bidding on, uh, the main character's body. Uh, he, uh, the main character is like a photographer, like who's like up and coming. He, he's been, uh, ma- 
make a splash, I guess, in the photography scene. And the the character who wants his body is like a blind man who always wanted to see the world a certain way. Oh, okay. And it's just like, um, I guess it's like about racism, about how like how we view like uh, like black bodies as like more like perfect or something like that or something like yeah, right. I, I, yeah, and the helpers, they're actually the, the mother and father of the family. Like, uh, the father in particular, he uh, he took the, uh, I think he took the body of uh, some guy that beat him in a track race, like, years ago. And he'd always, like, resented this guy. So right. he, they ended up, like, kidnapping him and, like, just so he could have that faster body. Wow. He, huh. Yeah, it's... Interesting. It's weird. Yeah, that is yeah. weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's uh, yeah, because it, it, obviously it doesn't get that in depth on the preview, so that kind of that's good. That kind of uh, definitely shed some more light on it. I knew there was something, you know, along those lines. It would be, uh, you know, what I, I mean? feel bad idea, for spoiling right? it for you now. No, no, but... no, no. Because I mean, it's obviously they're not spoiling the ending or whatnot. I honestly, sometimes I've never been a huge like non-spoiler guy in fact mm. sometimes i almost prefer to have things spoiled because then i when i know that going in i start looking for like hints and that kind of stuff that makes yeah. sense i i almost like don't mind doing that i i've often done that with movies yeah. before i watch them I'll, I'll read uh like spoiler reviews and then i feel like you, you can almost get like more out of the the first viewing that you, than you normally would have uh yeah. but that's not for all movies but like i i, I i'm don't don't worry about that yeah uh, I will say that, like, similar to our discussion about, like, The Shining, like, the things that are hidden in The Shining, there is Owen oh, The Shining's on here, isn't it? It is. Yeah, oh, we've boy. done that. We've done a couple <laughs> episodes about The Shining. We've done, uh, including Room, was it 231? Two, two, oh, excuse me. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. Excuse me. It sneezed yeah. right into the mic. Directly um, into the mic. <laughs> a nice, moist sneeze. <laughs> but what we, was uh, I going to say? There, there's, like, a lot of... Uh, hidden things and Symbolism get out. Or, and, yeah, yeah, cool. I like that. Yeah. About to, I like that when that shows up in movies. Yeah. So now I guess we got to talk about the Ring. Uh, so, the Ring, yes. So the Ring, two thousand two. It's a supernatural horror movie. Uh, mm-hmm. So this one is a. Uh, this is the one where like the thing comes out of the TV, right? The the creepy looking girl with the bags under her eyes and the wet hair. Again, this is another like Japanese horror, like a, the premise of a Japanese horror movie that uh, was Americanized yeah. essentially, right? Yeah. Um, so, and yeah, so you kind of, uh, I, I want to say like you are maybe just like relaxing at home, kind of surfing some channels and all of a sudden there's a channel there where there's just this ring shows up in the middle of the TV and you're just almost hip- hypnotized and like you kind of have that like sleep paralysis thing where you're, you're watching it happen but you can't like move and and uh yeah so then then these like characters or this character like crawls through the uh the screen through this ring and is like still kind of all black and white and washed out um but basically yeah and it's like um it's basically a video i oh sorry it's not a, it's not a, yeah it's a videotape right it's not even a channel yeah, it's like an actual yeah, videotape so, yeah so yeah, it's okay. a it's a it's a videotape um but uh how it works is like if you watch this video, there's like a whole bunch of creepy imagery before. Uh, well, the video itself doesn't have the girl coming out of the well. It's like it's I guess the um, the initiate the initiating factor of how the girl comes to kill you is uh, you watch this video of all this creepy imagery and uh, like 
I think it's like you see a woman in a mirror, like a really close up of an eye, some like horse drowning in the water, a ladder falling, like uh, just like a whole bunch of weird stuff, a chair spinning upside down. Oh, yeah. And uh, at the very end, there's like a shot of just a well. And then in seven days, uh, or actually, <laughs> my God, this is the cheesy part. Your phone will ring, and you'll hear on the other line, like, seven days. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then seven days later, when you're just watching TV, that's the, girl, oh, the girl will come out of the TV and right. and, uh, and kill you. Right. So. Uh, I was a pretty big fan of The Ring when I was a kid, too. For like, sure, for sure. I... Uh, I even like bought the about like the Japanese version. I bought like the comic books for it. I, nice, nice. I was obsessed with it, but uh, I don't have much nostalgia for it though, which is funny. Like I definitely feel like Halloween, but the ring, it, like it was kind of like when I was a teenager. Uh, I don't know if it holds up. I haven't seen it since since then. Uh. I don't feel as strongly about it as I do for Get Out. I guess. For sure. No, uh, I uh I like I don't know, I was kind of like making fun of this movie like when it first came out cuz <laughs> 2002 I would have been early 20s, so yeah. I don't know. I was uh I guess yeah, when I first saw it, I was like ah, fucking whatever and remember I seen like the the creepy girl and all that, so I was um I didn't have like high hopes. I was kind of, yeah, I'm almost making fun of it going like, yeah, as if this is going to be, but it actually, you know what? It actually, uh, I enjoyed it. I, I remember actually going, you know what? That was actually fairly well done. Like it, it, it captivated me for the whole time. And I thought there was a lot of, yeah, the cool visuals and, and all that. And it definitely is a, uh, a movie that you can look back on. Like you say, I mean, I don't know if it would have the staying power to, to watch it again. Would it hold up? I don't know, but it is definitely held up as far as like its reputation, as far as what it's brought to, like the horror genre and uh, you know, people are still talking about it today and it's still kind of, I think I want to get, say it's kind of spoofed, um, you know, and like, you know, the, like the Wayans brothers, like the scary movie and that kind of stuff. So, oh yeah. So yeah. obviously it's uh, you know, it's gotten a lot of uh, visuals that are um, still kind of uh, um, you know, call there's callbacks to and that sort of thing. So it definitely uh, left its mark, I think in the, in the horror genre. And yeah, yeah like yeah. I said, I, th- I enjoyed it. I thought it was well done. Um, um, I guess just a quick guy, uh, just cause I was, I saw like Naomi Watts was in this, this movie. Um, oh, yeah. and yeah, just kind does. of, for whatever reason, it made me think of, um, of, uh, like the scream movies, just cause there's like some like, you know, a list actors in, in the scream movies. What did you think of the right. scream movies? Obviously they didn't end up on here, but it's kind of, it's almost like the scream movies are like, yeah, it's like. A caricature they're, they're, of horror movies kind of i guess so yeah it's but I, kind of I, making fun of the kind of, slasher genre right? exactly like, so they couldn't end up yeah. as a result but like i i i remember liking the scream movies i haven't watched them in so so long but like i remember enjoying them what did you think of the scream movies this quick quick i've segue. only ever seen i've only ever seen scream one and scream four so, oh okay okay uh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I remember liking him. Yeah. Like I, I often, I often for, um, mix up scream one with scary movie one. Like, <laughs> scary I can movie see that. One is, I can see that is, is like a little more horror, serious. Um, right, but... Well, uh, scary movie one is like, uh, I believe it is only a spoof of scream, right? Like right, it's not right. trying to mix anything else up. So like in my head, I kind of cross, I mix, uh, 
yeah. mix stuff up. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Well, here yeah, we go. So, Ring it's... versus Get Out. I don't know. <laughs> I have. I, a th- yeah. Yeah. I think uh, you're safe to say you're like. Are you going with Get Out? I have to go Get Out. Yeah. Like, I feel bad for saying it, but uh, I think Get Out is. I haven't, like I say, I haven't seen it, but I think um, I have been meaning to for a while. It's kind of been in my, yeah. you know, the background in the laundry uh, that's going through my head. You know what I mean? Like it's, it keeps coming up and it is a movie I'm going to watch. And, you know, I'll probably yeah. even watch it in this Halloween season. So I'm going to go yeah. with uh, with Get Out just because of like, um, it, and again, it was kind of one of those movies that kind of came out of nowhere and turned a yeah. lot of people on their ears. So I think safe to say it's, uh, it's, uh, it's going to have a lot of uh, staying power like moving forward I- as well. I will also say that it got nominated for like uh, not best picture but best director. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Huh. So like, and that is the first time a horror movie managed to make it to the Oscars since Silence of the Lambs. Wow, crazy. Yeah. Which is not yeah. on our list. Again, I took it the capture. That one to me, Silence of the Lambs again is is, is almost like more like a thriller or a suspense. Oh, I wouldn't have necessarily. Oh, hundred percent. Right? You yeah. agree? Okay. So we can yeah, uh, yeah, we I, can we can move on from Silence of the Lambs. But yeah, definitely yeah. awesome movie. But I think if anybody's wondering why that's not on there, I guess just that ten second <laughs> soundbite is why. It's more of a it's kind of yeah. a thriller, yeah, it's right? A thriller yeah, for yeah. sure. For write sure. it off right there. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay. So get get out wins that round. Yes. All right. Yes. So oh, this one, this one might be a bloodbath because literally, it's, uh, we we we, <laughs> it's it's Freddy versus Jason. It's yeah. uh, Friday the Thirteenth versus Nightmare on Elm Street. And let's be clear, now, Friday the Thirteenth okay. Part Two. Because this oh, is the right. first one that Jason actually shows up. Yes, Jason does show up in the very, very tail end of Friday the Thirteenth Part oh, One. But what a what a good scene that is! Totally the Friday the Thirteenth. That like, uh, just almost comes out of yeah, nowhere. Just friggin' such a cool like uh, you know. And so many horror movies have used that last like you know few seconds to kind of lull you into something, and then yeah. to, and do that last minute sort of bah, you know, like gotcha moment at the end. That's kind of that's got to mm-hmm. be one of those original, you know original yeah. horror movie scenes where like they're playing the and even like the way that they're framed shot like it's kind of like taking the uh the camera slowly away from the person on the boat and all that and the nice yeah, peaceful the music video, and then all yeah. of a sudden <laughs> comes out of the uh, yeah such a good yeah. end I, I, I will say i i know it was friday the 13th part two versus nightmare on elm street but yeah that ending that ending for friday the 13th part one is so much better than the ending for nightmare on elm street Right. Where it's just like they get in the car, the convertible, and the 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 roof comes out, and it's Freddy's sweater or something like that. Like <laughs> that's so lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess in the history of okay, so Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, let's see here, 1984, as mm-hmm. viewed as a slasher movie, as is yeah. Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, 1981, also a slasher movie. Uh, yeah. Sort of in the history of. Um, you know, of uh, big name actors showing up in uh, in these these types of movies before they were big. Johnny Depp is uh, is makes an appearance in yes. Friday or sorry Night- Nightmare on Elm Street. So that's kind of a little yeah. tidbit there. Um, I, yeah. I guess uh, right off the bat, so uh, this, this this is kind of an, a unique uh, part of the bracket because this is the big like the two big franchise horror movies that kind of reigned supreme throughout the 80s even into the 90s kind of almost went head to head like they're synonymous with halloween costumes there's been a lot of spoofs took a lot of uh elements from halloween the movie that we've already sort of uh, talked about 
Uh, but like, who are you? If it's almost like, you know, King Kong versus Godzilla in a lot of ways, as far as horror movies go. So who are you, if you were to, yeah, I mean, it spawned the Freddy versus Jason and I think Jason yeah. in space and some other just ridiculous movies, but, um, <laughs> Jason X, yeah. right. Jason X. So who are you, uh, are you camp, uh, Freddy or are you camp, uh, Jason? Uh, I think I'm camp Freddy. Oh, okay. And I'll, and only because the only Friday the 13th movie I've seen is the first one. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it's funny. I think I was having this discussion with a friend where uh, we were talking about like, oh, like, it's funny how I'm such like a big, uh, like big into horror movies, but I've only ever seen like Friday the 13th one. And uh, I guess I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street one and three. <laughs> uh have you seen the third one, Nightmare on Elm Street? Um, you know what? I think I've seen, but yeah, it's so long ago, and they kind of blur together. I think, I, honestly, I think I saw more of the uh, the, the Friday, Friday the Thirteenth ones. Yeah, just because there was like okay. all the the crazy death scenes that we uh, we always enjoyed, like the hot tub scene and and those. Right. I don't know if I've seen actually. Honestly, I don't know if I've seen the whole series of Nightmare on Elm Street. To be honest with you. Yeah, uh, I will say Nightmare on Elm Street three is pretty good. It's it's got like a rockin' soundtrack because it's by um, uh, I think it's the fella from Iron Maiden. Oh, wicked! Uh, uh, Brian, uh, I can't remember his name, hmm. but it's it's called Dream Warriors. And oh it's, no uh, way! It's very like it's 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 really campy, but it's like I don't know. It's pretty good. Nice. It's surprising because I, I I don't think Nightmare on Elm Street two is like well remembered other than it's like uh, I don't want to get too into it because I'm just sure. going to be regurgitating something that someone else said. But Nightmare on Elm Street two is interesting because it's like a allegory, but like coming out of like uh, like it's like a coming out story, like being like uh, being gay and not being able to like admit it to your your peers. Oh, okay. And how like Freddy is like trapped inside this um this this man and he's like when he goes to sleep he ends up like killing people and uh I guess like the whole premise like the whole script comes off as like very um has like a lot of homosexual like undertones to it. Oh okay. And uh the writer actually admitted later that like oh that was like a hundred percent my intention and nobody noticed until like years later that, that really? was the yeah, huh. but I haven't seen it myself, so that isn't like my own words. So uh, I guess uh, don't a hundred percent hold me to it if that's not necessarily true. But right, uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, though, uh, I feel like I I can't. Uh, man, it's hard because I can't give it a fair shake because I haven't seen like the. I guess the iconic ones, like I haven't, like you said, Jason isn't the killer in the first ones. Jason's mother. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, the later ones with, um, uh, oh my god, what's the fricker's name? I, I know it's Tommy Jarvis is the name of the character, but what is, what is the actor that plays him? He's from the Goonies. Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, Off the top, of my head. Uh, Corey Feldman. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, uh, I feel like I wish I wish I had the opportunity to give Friday the 13th a fair shake before uh, I could give an opinion on it but right uh, maybe talk about your talk about your argument for Friday the 13th okay so well Friday the 13th for me is um, uh, 
I guess it's just kind of picking up where Halloween left off as far as like, safe to say, um, you know, kind of a similar formula with the, uh, as far as the killer is like the unstoppable masked, you know, there's a lot of like parallels between him and Mike Myers. Um, I always thought like, it's just, if you're going like iconic uh, horror movie, you know, you got the goalie mask versus like Freddy Krueger. I guess he's kind of like burned up or something like that. He's kind of got the burned face with the uh, the derby hat and like the yeah, yeah, the, the leather glove with the blades on it. Yeah. Uh, so and then kind of that, that striped shirt, right? The black and you know the black and red uh, sort red, of barber yeah. stripes, right? So they both have very like distinct looks uh, that are mm-hmm. very iconic nowadays, and even like they're pretty much instantaneously. Um, and just the way that they uh, they they um, I guess haunt or um, stalk their prey, where it's like Freddy's a lot more like psychological in the sense that he'll you know he'll, he'll find you in your dreams or. Uh, that sort of thing, right? Whereas uh, Mike Myers is very much, or sorry, Mike Myers, uh, Jason Voorhees is very much, uh, you know, seemingly a flesh and bone and he's, he's stalking you in, in real time, in real life. So uh, I like how the, there's a lot of like di- similarities, but I like there's a lot of like nuanced differences between the two of them. And uh, I just like, what it comes down to is I find the the uh, Friday the 13th movies more entertaining. I love the uh, creative uh, ways that uh, Jason kills people, like whether it's like a, I like the setting to like the whole um, sort of camping uh, campsite cabin out in the woods, uh, like where is it? it's Crystal Lake, I think it's called, or what is it called? Yeah, oh, yeah. Cri- uh, Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah. yeah. So that whole idea where you're kind of out, uh, there's just a bunch of people that go out to this camp for, you know, for what should be a relaxing or, or fun. And it's, um, you know, and it's, uh, it, ends, it ends in horror. So I think that everybody can kind of relate to that. But by the same token, it's like with Freddy, everybody can relate to like a, a, a nightmare and like sort of a recurring nightmare too. So um, they both have obviously very big strengths. I'm a big fan of Wes Craven, very creative guy, very distinct way of making films. Uh, yeah. But yeah, for me, I think Friday the 13th um, is this. Yeah, I know Friday the 13th kind of got, uh, um, got away with... Um, I think they got a little bit more heat than uh, from like the media, just from like, there were so many, so many killings and so many, like, again, just like seemingly unnecessary uh, on screen, like the way that people were killed on screen was always sort of like uh, it, a little brutal. Yeah. A lot more violent and brutal for the sake of being brutal and beyond just like stabbing with a knife. Yeah. Like he'd swing the, the, the guy in the sleeping bag against a tree or melting the chicken in a hot tub, like sort of skin came off and, so that, yeah, almost like getting into like just the gore for the sake of gore, which, um, I mean, for good or bad, it kind of, uh, uh, sort of bridged the gap between just like your, your normal slasher movie and then getting into like just the creative ways of killing people. Right. So, um, yeah, I think just the creativity and just the way, yeah, I think I, I, I would go with, uh, with Friday the 13th, but, um, definitely, you know, it's not like by head and shoulders by any means. Like Nightmare on Elm Street is extremely creative and also created like a very iconic horror movie character in Freddy. Yeah. Well, I I think I'm gonna I, I think I'm gonna back Nightmare on Elm Street just because. Are you? Okay. I yeah. I, I I don't have enough background on Friday the Thirteenth. Like I said, I, I only enough. have seen the first one and. Again, that one barely has a minute until the end, even though that's a really good scare at the end. It's a good scare uh, at the end, but the uh, the mom and the fact that you don't see Jason and then it's the mom is quite disappointing, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. It, I I wonder how many people go into like watching the first one thinking like they know how 
oh, oh, it's Freddy. He's come back to kill these camp counselors, and then you find out like, oh no, it's yeah, it's not that. That must be kind of like a. It was incredibly disappointing. I yeah, when I first saw it, I didn't realize that, and then yeah, I watched. Yeah. It, I was like, this sucks. But yeah, uh, that's why that's why it was very distinct and very deliberate about uh, picking number two because you want, I wanted to just have the showdown between the two of them, right? And this is the best yeah. way to do is just get it in the first round because you don't know if it's going to happen later on. So it's, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I like that part about this this first round pitting those two guys against each other. Yeah. All right, we got to flip the coin, I guess. Flip so the coin. Heads is Friday the thirteenth, and Tails. Tails is Nightmare on Elm Street. All right, here we go. Here we go. And it is heads. So it is uh, Friday the 13th, part two. So Jason uh, Jason enters uh, round two. So I think at this point, uh, should we just, now that we, uh, we've kind of uh, discussed the premise of the movies, I think it can pick up a little bit more speed. Maybe we can just do this this whole bracket and then... Uh, and then call it an episode. Yeah, call it an episode. All right, all right. Sounds good, sounds Ooh. good. Ooh, all right, so uh, the first... Uh, I guess the semifinals, the first yes. round of the semifinals goes to Halloween versus It Follows. Mm, okay. Uh, I, yeah, uh, just the way that we were talking uh, about Halloween, just me personally, uh, I, it's, it almost seems like un, an unstoppable force. I feel very Mike right. Myers about it right now. Uh, like, right. it just seems like it's going to take a lot. And I mean, a lot to knock it out. So, um, yeah. I just, my gut instinct, just the way, especially the way we were talking about it and kind of agreeing on a lot of the points about like how important it is to the, the genre and just, uh, us being both being fans of John Carpenter and the soundtrack, yeah. which we didn't even touch on like that, that Halloween song, oh. like the soundtrack is just amazing. I don't think a lot of people even realize that that song is from that. Like it's just so synonymous with, with yeah. uh, this time of year and all that. So I, I, Again, it follows, uh, you know, tough to tough to vote against, but um, I'm I'm going Halloween on this one. I I will say, the, this is a good round to pit these two together because uh, Halloween kind of uh, defined a new genre that uh, let a lot of um, uh, it spawned another a lot of other series like Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street. For sure. Who knows? Who knows what else? Like uh, other, like Scream, and um, I don't even know what other slasher movies there are. But uh, it spawned an entire genre, and I will say, it follows did bring uh, new, new life into, I guess, the more prestige like indie horror movie uh, scene. Uh, but yeah, like you said, it's hard to not give it to Halloween. So I think Halloween wins this. Are, are we in agreement of that? Yeah, I would. I okay. yeah, my vote's Halloween for sure. For sure, it's tough to go against that Oof. one. Okay. Okay, so Get Out versus Friday the Thirteenth, man. <laughs> Such an awkward, uh, this one is like, man, polar opposite sides of the horror genre. Two completely different things. A sensationalized, uh, you know, like purposely over the top uh, with the iconic 80s, you know, villain, uh, you know, versus like a psych, oh, you know, like a sort of new age psychological kind of with like a really smart sort of like you say like symbolism or whatnot uh, about racism racism yeah, right so. especially in the day that we're living in right with you know the with uh 
everything going on, right? So it's kind of very yeah. timely. And even though it was 2017, I mean, now more than ever, it's almost, you know, it kind of, you know, yeah. has, uh, brings up some very, uh, very timely issues, I guess, that we're dealing with in yeah. the world. So, uh, wow, this is the the most like sort of awkward. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're pitties. really comparing apples to oranges here. Big uh, time, big time. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I will say before we make a decision, if you're, if you're going to watch Get Out, I think you should watch it as a double feature with his other movie, Us. Us, okay. Uh, yeah, they're both. Uh, I, w- I will say Us is not as good as Get Out, but it's um, it's interesting at the very least. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. I'll, I'll check it out. Is that was Us yeah. before or after this one? Uh, it was. It was this follow up. Okay. I, I, I actually ended up driving to uh, St. John's to to see it for like oh. my. I think it was for my birthday, actually. Oh, nice. To, okay. Like, go see a movie, and it was weird because it was the first time I watched a movie like uh, on my own at the theater. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird phenomenon of like walking out of a movie theater and just like, You're like I feel like I have to share my opinion with somebody. <laughs> yeah. But there's nobody to talk to. I know. Trust me, I, d- I did that qu- a fair bit uh, because Darcy, yeah. like my uh, fiance, was never. Never a big movie person, but like, you know, back mm-hmm. in, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, I was a huge, like always big into, into movies. And so mm-hmm. oftentimes I was like, ah, you want to go see like what I remember distinctly, like some of the movies that we talked about here, like uh, True Grit, 310 to Yuma, uh, No Country for Old Men, like all those types of movies. Uh, she was yeah. never into seeing. So I remember seeing all three of those same kind of thing where like, yeah, you're just dying to be like, oh, what did you think about this? You know, stuff you're talking about, like the subplot lines and that kind of stuff. And there's like nobody there. You're just like, uh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Yeah. Uh. Okay, so well, like obviously I have to pick Get Out because like yeah, I can't yeah. I can't not because sure. I it's, feel like yeah. it would, it'd be a disservice. It to... sure would be. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. They I like they're just such completely different movies. It's really hard to kind of pit them against each other and like uh, Get Out could be considered like art, <laughs> right? Whereas uh, yeah, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two Part Two is uh, yeah. It's I think you know what I think Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, they would be uh, it. It's it's happy that it it took out its its longtime arch nemesis, Friday the Thirteenth. Or sorry, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street rather. Yeah, so I think yeah. I'm thinking it's probably happy with that. Uh, I have I, I have a hard time going like two rounds straight with a movie I haven't watched yet. But again, I yeah I I totally get it. I I and it is a movie that I've been it's been on my radar for quite a bit, uh, which is hard okay. to do these days. There hasn't been too many movies that I'm like, okay, I, I am going to watch this at some point. So um, yeah. I can I can say that I am a bit of a, a get out poser at this point. I admit that. But uh, so uh, you know, having said that, I I will vote for Get Out. But um, okay. I, I I do realize that I how kind of ridiculous it is ridiculous it is for me to vote for a movie twice that i haven't seen but uh i yeah, yeah for sure well you won't have to do it in the finals because i will i will only champion get out this far okay yeah yeah i think um yes i think it's safe to <laughs> safe to say at that point as well so this is the end we've come to the end of the line on uh on this side of the bracket here and it is in fact halloween versus get out and i think you more or less just reviewed or revealed who you're uh, voting yeah. this for yeah and that's uh, halloween and uh yeah i'm gonna go the same way uh again there's no I, I mean there's no way i can 
vote against Halloween, especially against a movie or that you know I haven't actually watched yet. So, and and just to like reiterate, like I know I just said like oh Friday the Thirteenth Part Two is not art, and it's just like well is Halloween art? I think it is just because it, different. It's different. It's different story it, for sure. It's like it's the, uh... like sure you can get lumped in with these um uh these movies that followed it, but I feel that because it set the framework for that genre, like how, how to set up, uh, suspense. these slasher movies yes. and build the suspense. Like yeah. I think it's the complete uh, uh, package, right? The soundtrack, the, uh, the yeah. killer, the backstory of the killer, uh, tying it in with the, you know, the season, the setting, the, you know, the town, the, the neighborhood, it's just the complete yeah. package. It's it's almost flawless. Like there's there's really nothing that you can say is not done. So in that sense, yeah, I think it is art. Like it's 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 a complete movie. There's no real holes or flaws in it. Whereas when you're talking about Friday the Thirteenth, uh, it, it's it's almost like a uh, kind of a commando. Uh, you know, is to the action genre. Like it's almost kind of like a little bit of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, right? Like it's, it is so over the top and it is based on something that's already right. been kind of done. It's like a retread in a sense. And I think it knows that yeah. as well. So yeah, so I wouldn't it, say Friday the 13th is like imitation, but it hmm. it's like, it's, uh, I don't know. Burger King as to what Burger King to McDonald's, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the same, but it, it is kind of missing that magic. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> magic. Yeah. The, 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 bi- the big magic. Big magic. <laughs> oh my- <laughs> no, uh, yeah. I get oh, that's so funny. I love the, uh, the fast food analogy. Um, no, I, uh, trying, my man. I, 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 I get, I get what you're saying though, for sure. Yeah. So no, that's cool. That's a uh, man. I'm kind of interested to see, uh, what, uh, what comes out the other side to, to try to, to, has mm. to try and take down Halloween. That's going to be tough. Yeah. Is there anything on here that could take down Halloween? Like, so I, I'll be honest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was, yeah. Go ahead. I, go ahead. I'll, I'll preview what is in the next bracket. Yeah. I, I was about we'll to jump to into it too. I don't know if we'll get to it today, but right, because uh, we've gone a little long. But yeah, uh, I'll I'll run down it. Uh, so we got Dawn of the Dead versus It, both of them being the originals. Yes. So, yes. Uh, the The Shining versus Alien. Yes. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre versus The Exorcist. Uh, and Blair Witch Project versus paranormal activity now so i'm just looking at i like the way these these lined up because we got blair witch project versus paranormal activity which is sort of like you were uh you know mentioning the earlier the found footage type genre so yeah. blair witch being sort of that original one that man did that ever get like an underground buzz with that movie so that was that's oh, cool yeah. pitting those two yeah. uh i always viewed texas chainsaw massacre and the exorcist as almost like the uh the godfathers of uh, of the horror genre in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. like uh, they they did a lot of uh, you know groundbreaking, uh, you know very controversial movies for their for both the times. And uh, The Exorcist had a lot of uh, it's very creepy, like real life uh, tragedies that happened on the set of that movie. So that movie's uh, yeah, got a lot cursed, of man. big time. Yeah. So so both of those yeah. movies are like sort of like the OGs of, uh, of, of horror gore, you know, 
we're talking about slasher movies. These ones are almost kind of a, a whole different, uh, I guess not gore. Like I'm thinking obviously Texas Chainsaw Massacre gore where Exorcist is just straight up, you know, like fl- kind of almost like a gateway into like seeing, you know, uh, the occult or like something like a true haunting, right? So um, yeah. both of those movies. Then you got The Shining versus Alien, uh, bordering on like psychological, but horror enough. I, mean, I guess Alien uh, sci-fi well, enough, but very much. Both, I'd both say of them like, have to do with like isolation. Isolation, and, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and the same way The Thing was able to cross over into the horror movie, I think Alien was, as was The Shining, uh, where we're talking, okay, well, why did Silence of the Lambs not make it if it's considered a thriller? Well, no, it's a little bit different, I think, because there's some haunting involved in The Shining as well. So I, I view yeah. The Shining as a horror movie for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, da- da- or sorry, Dawn of the Dead uh, versus It. No no, <laughs> no real similarities, similarities no. there. But, uh, <laughs> I, was waiting to, I was waiting to see what thread you tried how you to can, uh, Yeah, dude. you'd be kind of reaching for that. Uh, you basically yeah. got a, a, a clown movie, the scary clown movie versus... Uh, <laughs> You know, a zombie movie, right? So two of the uh, yeah, kind of sure. the classic, uh, you know, uh, I guess, you know, especially like if the scary clown thing is kind of taken. It's uh, yeah. t- taken on. It's, uh, have you watched uh, Terrorizer? Have you watched it? No, on? I haven't. Oh, no. it's uh, you should do yourself a favor. It's actually really good. Uh, it's it's very okay. uh, very violent, but it's a good it's a good clown movie for sure. Now is that on Prime Video or is uh, that Netflix? Netflix. Okay. Okay. So the guy that played, um, I forget what the clown's name is now, but uh, did an excellent job. It's like right off the bat, you basically, uh, you see the clown and it's, it's uh, you know, and he does some, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's very worth, worthwhile watching. He'd be, okay. he, uh, he, he comes across a couple of girls that have a flat tire and they're, they're both drunk. So the one is kind of like scared and hesitant of him. Cause kind of, she's, she's the more sober of the two. And the other one is just like, Hey, like what's going on big boy and he kind of takes a liking to both of them and then starts following them around and there's a scene right at the beginning of the movie where he sits in a diner and just sort of watches them from afar and then uh yeah it just kind of goes from there it gets uh gets pretty uh and then yeah it's, it's got some good classic like horror movie uh type scenarios where they get stuck in a building that like they're locked in this like uh, building that was getting sprayed for bugs. So like nobody's in the building. So it's essentially an abandoned, you know, building and they're in there with this clown. And yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's just kind of got some, a lot of the, uh, those like classic horror elements to it. Okay. Well, maybe I'll check it out after this. Yeah. This. Yeah. Let me know if you like it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I guess that'll, that's the, that's uh, the first component of round one here. Uh, and then, uh, I guess, yeah, we want to wrap this up obviously before Halloween so I can edit it and have it out before yeah. Halloween. Um, yeah. so we'll have to maybe look at, uh, next, next week there if you're available yep. or. Oh, I, yeah, I am. For uh, sure. Okay. And I'm just looking at this like next bracket and I'm like, there is potential for something to knock out Halloween here. But you think so? Maybe. I don't want to hint at what could. There's a couple really iconic movies in here. Yeah. I could say it's. I could say it's probably not Paranormal Activity. Like, right. I, I, right. Do, yeah. I do like Paranormal Activity, but uh, some of these other ones. Are, yeah. Uh, I'm. They, uh, they have some legs. That's true. There is a couple in there for sure. Um, yeah. But it's going to be tough. Halloween's uh, sitting on the other side of the fence waiting for it. So it's going to be yeah. uh, It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. All righty. Definitely, definitely. All right. I guess we'll see everybody in part three part two i guess it'll be part, of, uh, yeah, part three essentially i guess yes of our of our spooktacular edition of 
a video returning slot. From a different time, one man has decided to go back to the time of Blockbuster. Five for five for five. VHS. Award-winning broadcaster Todd Anstead is proud to bring 